The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. has been officially canceled for good and it's time for how you play the game the official podcast of the osip foundation incorporated yours truly jack furlong with you as we talk about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned this is the second episode of the month of december cannot believe the year is almost over the holidays are here oh my god it's winter all right so glad you can all be with us as always, you can check us out at osipfoundation.org. If you'd like to contact the show, the email address to use is podcast at osipfoundation.org. Uh, on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash osipfoundation. Twitter and Instagram, although they now call it X. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter just because I'm an idiot who will keep forgetting. We are at OSA Foundation, hashtag how you play the game. Our producer engineer, Sean Ryan, was supposed to be back with us and Unfortunately, the dude may have food poisoning. I don't know why I'm saying that in a happy voice, but, you know, maybe maybe it cheers him up. I don't know. Uh, but we wish him the best, and I'm sure he'll be back as soon as whatever it is that is inside of him is not inside of him anymore, which is a long-winded sentence to say, get well soon. However, with that being said, let's just dive right into it. Uh, you know, I, I come up with a bunch of topics for Sean since he's not here. We'll just kind of dive into one of them real quick and, uh, then we'll, uh, we'll move on with our regularly scheduled lives. You know, the, the NFL has been, uh, coming up in the news a lot with regard to, uh, officiating. And, uh, as I was going through some, um, some articles about officiating and whatnot, you know, the first one that, that kind of came to mind was, uh, the crews that were under scrutiny after there were um, some missed pass interference calls um, and whatnot. And then as I was kind of going through that, uh, that's when we had the issue where uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs were playing the Buffalo Bills and there was the, uh, the, the quote-unquote trick play that led to uh, an offsides uh, penalty being uh, called to to negate a touchdown that led to a huge meltdown on the part of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Um, if you missed the 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 play, essentially what happened was there was a um, wide receiver Kadarius Tony who lined up significantly offsides on a play. Um, and the, uh, the play that happened was, uh, a pass to, uh, Travis Kelsey, who then lateraled, uh, and the, uh, the receiver who caught it, which I believe, let me see here, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling was the, uh, receiver who caught the lateral and, uh, he scored a touchdown, but then flag on offsides and that gets called back and the chiefs lose, um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, there was a big meltdown by Mahomes on the sideline 
with uh, official Josh Allen. And then uh, in the post-game press conferences, there were even more things said. It was a whole to-do, um, which was funny because then when you uh, watch the, the, uh, the shows later in the evening, uh, either uh, that are recapping the games or are on during, say, halftime of the Sunday night game, etc., a lot of people kind of looking at it going, no, this is the correct call. And it was a, you know, it was, it was, he was blatantly offside. So, um, or offside, I should say I, the, the, the grammar, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, anyway, moving on. Um, a couple days later, uh, Patrick Mahomes comes out and, uh, says, you know, that he's sorry. He basically went back and, and apologized publicly. Um, here was his quote. Uh, afterwards, he says, quote, obviously you don't want to react that way. I mean, I care, man. I love it. I love this game and I love my teammates. I want to go out there and put everything on the line to win, but obviously you can't do that. Can't be that way toward officials or really anybody in life. Um, he added, quote, more than anything, I regretted the way I acted toward uh, Josh Allen after the game because he had nothing to do with it. Um, you know, when we're Oh, and then he goes on. Let me let me just say this. Um, on the next day, he says, quote, obviously I've seen it now, and if you didn't check and they weren't good, it is a foul. It is something you rarely see called in the NFL, but it was a foul. It's part of playing the game, man. You learn from it. It's part of being a person. You learn from your mistakes and try to do mistakes and try to be better next time. So if we if we examine this specifically through the lens of what we teach at OSIP, you know, the initial reaction to the call is not necessarily the issue. Okay, we recognize that the call is not made that often. Um, we recognize that the uh, team and the players and whatnot don't necessarily have the opportunity to see it live in real time, uh, or or um, or even see replays immediately. So you almost as as inappropriate as the reaction is on the sideline, um, you can make an argument where you say you understand why that happened. We talk a lot about the second reaction um, being being the most important one here at OSA. Okay, so, in, so, so everything that's going on on the field and whatnot, I'm not trying to condone it. I'm just trying to say that I understand it, okay? When he gets onto the podium after the game and just starts talking before he sees the replay, that to me is probably one of the biggest issues. I understand that time is short and maybe you don't have the opportunity to do so, but that's your opportunity to go see a replay and to realize that he was offside, okay? It's that simple. I appreciate the fact that he came out the next day and apologized and he took ownership of it. I totally get all of that, okay? Um I just, I just wish that we could still do a little bit of a better job in those moments. I know I'm nitpicking, like I, re I totally recognize that. I want to also make sure that I, that I state that too, because this isn't about trying to get a pound of flesh here. Okay, the, you know, the, the correct call was made. The reaction was improper. He acknowledged it. He, he accepted it. We move on. That's cool. I get it. Okay, but. We do need to we, we do need to at least examine it and kind of slice the baloney a little thin here and recognize that you know maybe he could have done a little bit of a better job um, maybe and maybe it wasn't possible for him to see a replay before he went to talk to the media 
You know, I, 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 I think that's a little far fetched. Like, I think you're Patrick Mahomes. How do you not have the ability to say, I want to see a replay before I go talk to the media? Okay. Um, I think that would be an important thing to do. Now, with that all being said, okay, I happen to then kind of go and just do a little bit of Googling and whatnot. And this Google search is being done at the time that I'm recording this, which is a few days after all of these incidents uh, that, that we've just discussed and before the um, before the, the episode gets aired or, aired or dropped on the 15th of the, ep- of the month. If you just Google NFL officiating and click the news uh, button, so much of what shows up is negative. Think about that. On this first page, I don't see anything here about proper officiating, about that call being right. Everything is negative. Everything is, this call was wrong. The NFL officials need to do a better job, yada, 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 okay? Um, I went to the second one, the second page. Yeah, same kind of thing. It's it's sad. It's sick. Troy Aikman then went on this 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 big rant on Monday Night Football to speak out against the the officiating. Okay, I mean it's just. I I, I guess the the big thing I want to say here is it's bad enough that we had the Patrick Mahomes meltdown and everything, and I appreciate that he apologized and he kind of came to his senses and whatnot. But but let's wake up to this. The media is not doing us any favors here. Okay? The fact of the matter is that regardless of what may actually be happening on the field in a football game in the NFL, what the media is doing whether it's through Troy Aikman's melting down on Monday Night Football or through all of these editorials that we find on Google or social media, whatever. Everything is negative. Everything is an outburst about this. There are no articles on the first two pages about how good these officials are. There are no articles on the first two pages of Google about they got that call in the Chiefs-Bills game correct. Think about that. What's happening here? We're being inundated with negative media. Because they're, they're searching for clicks. They're searching for revenue. This is the stuff that sells. Rather than spread the truth, which is that out of all of the calls that these NFL officials have to make during 60 minutes of play, what they get? 95 to 99% of them correct? And we focus on the one they miss? Where have we heard this before? I don't know. Every other sport? Do we see what perpetually keeps happening here? I recognize that even the best of the best officials in professional athletics are going to miss calls. we We have the opportunity or the the leagues have opportunities in place to evaluate officials on every single call. And yet we comically forget that because of maybe one flag that should not have been thrown or one flag that was forgotten to be thrown. Remember, what are there, seven officials 
on the field in a football game in the NFL. And 22 players, 11 on each side. There are 22 players, seven officials. I don't know. I mean, math shouldn't be that difficult. It, it, that's what we've agreed works. So, so to come out and just continue to blast officiating, don't, don't, don't hate on these guys for doing the best job that they possibly can. I'm sorry. We are perpetuating bad sportsmanship as if to say these types of outbursts are incorrect. If you want to express that opinion, here's how you do it. You say, okay, look, I recognize that NFL officiating has been in the media a lot recently because the calls that might be considered controversial get a lot of airtime. And we can dissect these a lot and we can say, yeah, okay, they've, they might have missed a few. But you know what? Every crew misses a few. Every official misses something. Okay, we, 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 we have this three-dimensional living heartbeat entity that is officiating of sports where we're going to miss a few. And we have, we have set a standard at a certain percentage for correct calls. That helps us grade officials. And the system's been working pretty well. So, why is it that we are conditioned to focus on the one missed call instead of the 99% of calls that are officiated properly? Because of the media. Because of all of this that where we're constantly flooded with stories of we got to fix this we got to fix that this isn't good enough blah 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 and i'll give you another catalyst betting wagering we are we are we are allowing the commerce of sports betting to be legal in many of these places and as a result of that we're we're taking into we're not taking into account that human beings are the ones who are ultimately deciding this stuff. If you go to a casino and you sit down at a blackjack table, the rules are very black and white. If you get 21 and the dealer busts, you win. There's no there's no human error where, you know, there was a holding flag or something like that on on uh on, on at, at the blackjack table. Do you understand how this works? We are we are making things worse for ourselves as a result of that because we expect when money is involved like this to come out on top. We expect that we're going to always win. And if we lose because of a flag that should or should not have been thrown, how do we how do we reconcile that? There are so many things here that point to the same central issue. And it all has to deal with the fact that maybe maybe our sports officials aren't as bad as we think. Maybe we're the ones who need to change a little bit. And maybe that change 
is an individual decision where we need to step back, formulate our own opinions rather than just believe whatever someone tells us. Maybe we need to read the fine print and use critical thinking. You know, if there are seven officials on the field and 22 players, you think they're going to get every holding call? Kind of seems hard. I mean, that's why, that is why holding in the NFL has evolved because you could call holding on every single play. But now they're looking at it differently. It's not rocket science, folks. Wake up. I'm just I'm just really really sad that this is this is what we've decided to do with the officiating world because the media has determined it. You know, I'm I'm still going through um, Google, and I'm just kind of going to each, each next page. It's all negative. It's all negative. Everything. It. it <laughs> Check this out. So it's not to the bottom of the third page on Yahoo Sports where Frank Schwab posted this article that says, what's being lost in the Chiefs officiating complaints? Kadarius Tony really was offside. Officiating experts agree it's a penalty. Gene Steratore, Terry McCauley, two of the most well-respected retired NFL referees. Yeah. Excuses, excuses, excuses. And a lot of people also then went on to reference the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year, as this article does. The Chiefs benefited from this big that big call. Remember, we talked about that on the podcast, the... Um, the holding penalty on uh, Smith-Schuster. I'm sorry, James Bradbury, who had hold, who who held Smith-Schuster. I mean, it's you don't need a master's degree to figure out where this is going. Okay, it's very simple. Take a second, step back and realize we as human beings are conditioned in our society now to forget about all the good and only see the bad sometimes. In a sport with human officials, we forget that 99% of the calls they make are correct and we only focus on that 1% that are incorrect. We live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately type of crowd. And we look to blame other people before we blame ourselves. And the news media focuses more on revenue and clicks and, and the bad news that sells 
rather than the morality of saying what truth really is. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's it. So that's all we got today. It's, a, it's just a message to you to say, can you do better when it comes to looking at how officials work their games? Can you consider so many things before you make, a, make a, an opinion and have a reaction? Lord knows a lot of people can't, and it's up to you to be the change. So that's it for today. Sean, we hope you feel better. We hope everybody has a wonderful, delightful holiday season. I wish you all the best as we head towards the new year. We'll talk to everybody in 2024. Can't believe the calendars are changing. Remember to check us out at osipfoundation.org. Remember to contact the show with the address podcast at osipfoundation.org. Facebook.com slash osipfoundation, Twitter or X. And Instagram are both at Osa Foundation. Hashtag how you play the game. Until then, everybody, have a wonderful and safe holiday season. We'll see you next year. Treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the Osa Foundation, Incorporated. The producer engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osafoundation.org.